MTDN listeners, welcome to this weekend interview. I'm your host, Anthony Drago. I hope you had a wonderful week. It was mine was, was good. It was delight. I'm looking forward to tonight's discussion. Uh, welcome. Uh, if you are a new listener, welcome aboard. If you normally listen to us, welcome back. Uh, last last couple of weeks we've been um looking we've been having a look at the economy of dominica and then last week as well we we were hoping to have had a two-part discussion uh half of the half of the time being taken up by uh a discussion on what seems to be a troubling trend which is an increase in violence against women violence against children and so tonight, uh, we, we're hoping to have with us um, one more time Senator um, Monel Williams. Although, as, um, as, as they say, when things can go wrong, they do at the worst possible time. Although we, we, we had really live connection with um, Senator Williams when we tested, it seems like the internet in Dominica is acting up. So, so we're keeping our fingers crossed that it can be resolved on the Dominica side and she will join us. But in the meantime, let me say that I'm happy to have you with us tonight one more time. As you usually do, you, you, you make this part of your, your weekly schedule, listening to our discussions on this weekend interview. And for that, we truly appreciate your company. If this is your first time, this is what we do every Wednesday night. We have a discussion with somebody of interest, somebody whose life is interesting in their work, um, who may just be knowledgeable about what's happening about a particular event. And so we bring them in to your living rooms, into your com in, into your car, wherever you listen to us, and we get them to talk about their interests. And hopefully in the process, we educate you, we stimulate you to, to think about um, things are from a different angle. So tonight, our topic is going to be violence against women, uh, and in particular against children. Uh, so as usual, we I like to start my show with I like to start the show with with the CARICOM anthem because that's one of the things that I'm passionate about. One of the things I would like to see happen is the, the realization of CARICOM as one nation, one country. And so I, I, my, my own little contribution to that in my small way is to, play in a, is to play the anthem of CARICOM. Hopefully one day I will be able to say the national anthem of CARICOM. So let's, let's do that. Let's take a listen to the CARICOM anthem. And um, when we come back, hopefully we, we sh will be joined online um, we will be joined on the line from, from Dominica by Miss uh, Miss Monel Williams, opposition senator in the Dominican Parliament, as she speaks about violence against violence against women, sexual violence, and we talk about violence against young children in particular. You know, there are many choices when it comes to domain registration, web hosting, and dedicated servers. But I have to tell you about Jocko Hosting. They're simply the best. With their 99.9% .9 uptime guarantee, 24-7 sales and support teams, you'll never have to worry. Get in touch with them today. 
They offer plenty of other products and services like SSL certificates, managed WordPress, and more. Call or click today, 480-624-2500. Jocko.com. That's J-A-C-H-Q-O.com. Uh, well, listeners, welcome back. Uh, Senator Monel Williams is uh, a member of the opposition, a parliamentary um, member in Dominica. She's on the opposition side. And she, as part of her role there, she is a shadow minister for the Minister of Social Affairs. And so we, we reached out to her and she's agreed to, to come on to talk about what uh, we see as a very troubling trend in, in Dominica. And, and, and in, my, in my inquiries um, during the week, it seems like it's, it, it's a trend that, that seems to be repeating itself in some of the other islands. So what are we going to do is we're going to welcome I give a very warm uh, this weekend interview. Welcome to Senator Monel Williams. Senator Williams, welcome to this weekend interview. Welcome on on the board. I know last week we had trouble with that, but tonight uh, we're very happy that you're able to join us. Good evening. Good evening to you, and thank you so much, Anthony, for having me. Thank you. Um, it's a pleasure to be able to connect tonight. I was very disappointed that I was not able to speak last week. But it's not something that was reported. But either way, it exists. 
It has always existed. I'm not sure of the of the increase or decrease in that. I, I cannot because I don't have the statistics or the facts to back this up. But what I do know is right now this is the problem. Yes, and, and I can only speak for now. And it has only be, it has really been in the news and um, the. It, what what really sparked the the outrage in recent times is what appears to be uh, the leniency or the slap on the wrist, so to speak, that the courts are delivering to these perpetrators. Oh, that at least that from, from reading it on the outside, what what is being in Dominic and being closer to the issue, and um, what what is the sense on that part of it in, in terms of punishment for perpetrators? Well, I'm not going to say that this is new and it's recent. Um, ever since the in 2010, in 2010 when when we had the criminal assizes, um, we had it in September and then in May again, and then we had it in January of 2018. You know, sexual offense cases have always dominated the court. Um, of course, the outrage were, like you said. Um, there was a ruling, a recent ruling, where a gentleman of 36 um, was given eight-year and eight-year sentence after serving two prior years in, in, in prison. Was given an eight-year sentence um, for having sexually molested two infants. I, I call them infants; they practically they, they practically toddlers. I mean, babies of uh, six and seven years old. And people, the, 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 the court. The ruling of the court did not go down well with the populace of Dominica. Everybody spoke out. Because lives were destroyed. Those children, uh, they will never be the same again. They have been emotionally, they have been physically, they have been psychologically described. And the ruling that was given by the court did not do them justice. Um, the court is expected to rule not just in the favor of the victim, but also in the favor of, 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 of society. And, and, and for, for, for this ruling, uh, the, the outrage that was, you know, countrywide spoke to the fact that nobody was comfortable with the ruling. And one of the reasons that people are actually speaking out, one of the reasons that persons are actually speaking out is because they think that if the court system is this slap when it comes to sentencing, it will encourage other sexual predators to go ahead and, and, and you know, victimize the young children, you know, go ahead with, with, with the criminal activities and they will, they will get a free pass almost from the court because for me this is a slap on the wrist. And, you know, the, the, the rationale behind this was it's his first offense, but it cannot be a first offense when it was done to two persons and you have another, you have another case um, pending in the court for an eight-year-old. So this is not a first offense. You are a multiple offender. It may be the first time that you hit the court with it, but that doesn't make you a first time offender. You've offended the people. Well, certainly. And, um, when, and, and, and reading the comments of the judge, um, his comments were very harsh. He, uh, well, very, very harsh. And, 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 and then to turn around and to give four years. To, to somebody who harms a six-year-old uh, sexually was definitely a, a shocking, a shocking matter. So, uh, what are the social? Yeah, yeah. Say that again. I'm sorry. 
it was, it was. Um, considering all what the judge said prior to, to, to the sentencing, I mean, it was amazing that he was, I mean, the maximum in, in our laws at this time is 25 years for an offense. These are two counts, two offenses. So that should be a maximum of 50 years. 25 years. Right. If you, if you, if you, if you, if you, if you know, lose something, then you take away something that you, that you give back to the people. You give people the sense of security that they ought to see you when matters are taken to court. I, I mean, having to, to, and, and this, this is not a, it, it, it was not recently reported. This has been a case that has been delayed for the last two years. So right now, these children are no longer six and seven. They are now eight and, eight and nine. They're getting older. They know better, a little bit more now. And um, this gentleman is going to be out in the next eight years. Uh, one He's going to be very young. The, the student, the student will okay. barely pass the age of consent because the age of consent in Dominica is 16 years, right? Basically, yes, it's 16 years. But I, I, um, I mean, most of the things that happen to you happen at 18. You get your license at 18, you know, social security card at 18. So there, there will still be young adults barely out of, you know, out of the teens when, when this gentleman goes hit the road again, when, when he, he set free on the streets again, when he is let loose again. Um, no, no saying what he can and cannot do at that point. They have not yet matured enough to take care of themselves. For me, you give this, this gentleman a sentence him, but when, when he's out of jail, that these persons that he wronged are old enough to send for themselves. Should he even think about doing something of that, of, of that nature again? And so, so from a social, Senator Williams, from from a from a society point of view, uh, um, I know, for example, there is the National Council for Women, and there are other various organizations yeah. that are organized to protect the rights of children and and women. What has there been any reaction, any organizing from from their part in response to this um, to those events? Well, there has been a lot of talk. So, um, a, a lot of this is being said at this point. Uh, with, I'm looking for reaction. I'm not saying that nothing has been done over the years. I mean, like, I have three young daughters, and they come home from school and they say what they've been taught at school. They've been, they're, they're being taught what a good and bad touch is. They're being taught if you can tap in the event that someone touches you inappropriately. And that, is, that all comes from the education, you know, from the, 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 the work of these organizations that are trying to bring awareness, you know, to, to the whole sexual offense and, and, and um, you know, all the boundaries when it comes to dealing with children and all that. Some, there, there is something happening, but not enough, because I, I, I'm accepting more, especially coming out on the heel of this, of, 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 of this, um, the bill that was given. I'm expecting that the organizations will speak out, the, the women bureau, you know. I expect to hear something, some statement from the Ministry of Gender Affairs. I have not heard it as yet. Mm -hmm. Some sort of, of organization where everybody comes together, you know, to decide what do we do. Um, this needs to go to cabinet. We need a, 
uh, revisiting of this law, revised laws when it comes to dealing with the sexual one. One of the things that, that uh, sexual offense act protects is, is the identity of the perpetrator. Now, these children have been wronged. Um, most people know who they are. The children's identity uh, is usually not hidden because Dominica is, is a small meat community. I mean, most people know each other. So when something happens in a community, uh, more than likely news will travel and everybody's going to know who did it. But how do I, as someone who lives in St. Joseph, know what happened in, in Capuchin? How do I know where the sexual predators in Capuchin are? If there's no database where I can find out who these people are. And I'm hoping that these, these men do a lot, is move a lot. They don't stay one place. So are, 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 are you saying that one community to the other? Are you saying that um, the law pro provides for protection of the identity of the perpetrator? You say? Uh, yes, it, it does. It, because if, if there is no way that I can publish, I can publish a picture of this gentleman. You know, it cannot be put in the newspaper because we say that we try to protect the children. Are uh, we protecting the children who have already? gotten themselves, you know, in that situation, or should we be protecting children who are likely to go prey to these predators? But from because the court... I think that is even more important. From the court cases, though, um, they were able to get the names and the pictures, but, you, but, you say, but what I'm hearing is that if somebody wants to write an article or to publish and say, okay, so you, can't this, the picture. You, you cannot do it in that setting. Also, um, no, you from, cannot publish the picture. From a legislative point of view, is there a movement for minimum sentencing? Since it seems like um, the idea of the of, of the public differs from from the judge as to what is a harsh sentence. Is there is there any call for some minimum sentencing? Uh, that's that is not something that even widely spoken of at this point in time. Um, what people are actually looking for. Is, is for the sexual offenses act to be reviewed. It needs to be revisited and we need to make amendments at this point. Um, 25 years, 25 years is the sentence. 25 years is the maximum, is the maximum, but, but what about the minimum? It's the maximum at this time. Because in some, in some jurisdictions, Maybe in the US, for example, there are some yeah. minimum sentencing laws. It is, it is always something that we can look at. Again, all of the organization has to come together, including including the justice system, including including the social system, including the government. All of us have to come together. Everybody needs to come together to decide what is best. What, what do we decide on as a society? This, and that is where uh -huh. the talk, it needs to have talking and into taking action. Yeah, because, because, I mean... And, of course, I, I believe that there should be, I, I mean, because it, there should be a, a minimum sentencing. You, you should not be able to go below five years for anybody who has committed a crime of that magnitude. When someone offends you sexually, when someone rapes you, they take something from you, something that you will never, ever get back. Yeah, these are children, they're innocent. They will never, ever get this back. So, so we're, we're talking about two two different issues, both of them equally horrible, but two different issues. One is just sec, um, sexual violence uh, against women, rape, and so on, and 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 
and you have compounded on top of that the fact that some of these incidences are against children. So we so so let's see yeah. if let's see if we we can talk about the, the the two the two different things. One one in general is violence against women, um, where we can include yeah. probably domestic violence as part of that. Um, we can probably include um, sexual harassment on the on the work on the job uh, at the workplace. Um, yeah. and, and the different forms of, of violence against women, sexual and otherwise in nature. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the part of the ministry that, that you shadow, does that include gender affairs? Yes, gender affairs and social transformation. Okay, so, so in terms of yeah, gender yeah, affairs and protection yeah. of women, um, can you just bring us up to speed a little bit of what kind of discussions we're having around that include domestic violence and, and, and one, violence against women in general? Well, um, at, at, this, at, at this point... Give me a second. Because well, I, 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 I guess what I'm asking is, are we seeing any leadership from ministers? Because I know you're the shadow minister. So I'm, I will ask you about your perspective from the from from the opposition point of view. But are, are we seeing any kind of leadership from the minister herself um, in, in terms of gender affairs? Well, the honourable question, Daniel, has been very quiet. Um, I, I guess it's, uh, at, at this point um, we, we had we had a, a, a conversation recently at a funeral, and what she's saying is that she's looking for the organisation. The, the local organizations who are responsible for women, gender and social services, she put their heads together and decide on the best way forward and then present it to her as a minister. <laughs> this is where the government is at at this point. They are waiting for the, for the organization to take the lead at this time. The minister says that she's waiting with the recommendations at this She's waiting for the for the organizations to take the lead to organize among themselves and to bring suggestions to the ministry. Among themselves, what it is that they're looking to see happen? But but is what, but, is it, what do you want to see happen in terms of sexual offenses against women, um, in terms of violence against women, in terms of violence against children, in terms of abuse, in terms of sexual offenses against children? So what they're doing now is, is well taking work. I'm not sure how they view it. I mean, I'm not a part of the, of the government. But this is not how I would do it. At this point in time, I want to sit down as a minister in government responsible for, for gender issues and, you know, social services and children. I would want to be sitting down at this point with this woman and having that discussion as well. I would not want to, to take away myself from the, from the initial discussion. So, so let me ask you then, let me ask you then, um, Senator, let me ask you then, um, knowing that we've acknowledged that um, there is that, well, wait, let them, set, let them tell us what is required. Um, as the, as the, the member of the opposition who's been given the, the responsibility to, to track or to shadow what's happening, do you see can, can you then, in that position, um, help to mobilize those organizations so that, that that agenda can be developed to pre to be presented to the government? Well, 
Well, actually, you're, you're, you're tapping into something that I am actually working on at this point. And um, I'm, I'm just organizing myself to reach out to to all of the of, of the organizations who are responsible for women and, and, and all of that gender and social transformation in the Women's Bureau um, Bureau of Gender Affairs. We have um, the, the charts with the um, those that who are responsible for children. You know, we, we have all of these other of the of the organizations that are you know. We have this CCF with, you know, the, the child song program. We have counties, you know, all of these. Because they deal with children, they deal with social problems, they deal with women. So what I'm doing now is to organize myself and see how I can reach out to these institutions, to these organizations, and make myself available. What do you need me to do for you? Now, certainly, I think there is, there is a vacuum of leadership. There's a vacuum of leadership there that, that somebody in your position can step into. Yes, I think they're looking for someone to to to, to help them move forward in the in the right direction. And I'm, I I want I'm, I'm making myself available. Right. So making myself myself available to them after listening here because at the end of the day, I get to speak at Parliament. This is the, the, the this is the highest office of, of the state. This is this is the house of the people. This is where our voices are heard. The voices that cannot be heard regularly. We expect the parliamentarian to speak on their behalf. So, right. so when that discussion comes up, I want to be able to speak on the behalf of all the organizations who are responsible for for the for the, for the social transformation of the society. But but more than that, the, for women and children. So so what I'm hearing from you is that you you organizing yourself so there's a point where you might be able to to invite representatives from all these different um, if you want to call them stakeholders or interest groups, invite them to one place where 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 you can actually initiate that coordinated discussion. Is that what I'm hearing? That is correct. Okay. Well let me let me pause and say when that happens, um, we at this week in interview and we at TDN radio we make ourselves at your disposal to to bring forth not only the, the the outreach to these groups to inform them and to invite them and to and to and to get comments from people persons, but once that process begins and you need to get word out as to what what is planned and, and what is discussed, you, we we will make our areas available to you for to be able to do that because because at, at TDN Radio and, and certainly I from a personal level very very interested in that aspect and as I, as I was saying before there is the, the violence against women and also there is the protection of children aspect of it so 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 you're very welcome yeah. to to use our to use our resources for that so, so I would be happy to. Um, I, I mean, any way that we can, we can get the, the information across. Any way that we can, we, we can bring awareness to this issue that exists. We need to. Um, I'm sure that you, 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 you've heard the saying that a society with strong women is a strong society. And um, when our women find themselves, and our children find themselves in the background of our society. It shows a witness that we need to work on. This is an opportunity for, to strengthen this, 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 this loose link, this weak link 
in the society. Women have a tendency of making things happen in the country. But when they are at a disadvantage, when they feel that their best interest is not being looked after, when they feel, because at the end of the day, when situations like this exist, or they come about, instances like this, women are affected the most. Well, and, and we need them to feel like they're protected. But, but also... They have the best interest in heart, they will speak up for them. No, it's interesting that, that you that you brought that up because one of the things I wanted to point out was that it seems that women are making great strides in Dominica um, from a professional and a career point of view. Um, a number of the major organizations in Dominica are currently headed by women. Um, the electric company, yep. the bank, um, the, the cable company, uh, yourself in parliament uh, as, as a senator. So, what do you yeah, think? Seven of us, seven women in parliament. In parliament. So, so in a situation where women seem yeah. to be making great strides as leaders in business and and, and on a professional on a professional level, what accounts for that that vulnerability that still seems to exist on a personal and a domestic on a domestic level? How, how would how do you how do you see that? Um, as la the reason why that is lagging behind, so to speak. Well, um, one of the things that that, that um, is amazing about women is that when they step in mind onto something, when the opportunities are, uh, are present and the, the, the avenue is available, they go for it. Um, in our society today, there there is still there is still uh, a, a lot of women who, who stay home, who, who you know, are dependent on men. Uh, many, many women, many women have have gone out there and, and, and made something out of themselves. But there is room for so much more to be done in the area of empowering women. Um, there are more non-working women than there are men. Um, one of the reasons being that a, a lot of the young women, um, particularly in the rural community, in the rural part of, of, of Dominica, uh, we have a lot of rural communities. Uh, they did not do so well at school. They got pregnant while they were at school. So now that education is on, on the front burner, most of the opportunities that are created in the job market, they find themselves at a disadvantage. And so we, we have these women who are being easily put upon by, by men and put them in a vulnerable position because when you're dependent on, on, on someone other than yourself, it, it, it puts you at, at a great disadvantage. So, so we, um, we think that it's, it's an economic, it's, a, it's an issue that is closely linked to the economics of the country and also in particular the economics of the family, the economics of women. Yes. All of all of that. I, I think Doctor Doctor Thompson Fountain will have spoken to that because it's one of the reasons that a, a lot of a, a lot of abuse is still ongoing is that a lot of women stay in, in relationships that they ought to not be in because of the, the, the current financial situation. Uh, a, a lot of children get abused because of the financial situation of, of, of the family. 
a lot of struggles leave because of the economic situation of the country and they go away. And then you get stepfathers coming in into the household who, you know, um, who pray on the innocence of the children, who take advantage of the of the vulnerability of the situation. Um, it's happening. It's it, 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 it's there, and and it is it is compounded by by the fact that that our economic situation is is, is on is, is on a downside at this point. Uh, once upon a time, women were able to send for themselves. Uh, some women would would go to farms, you know, and do a journey to buy, like we used to say back then, uh, like we say in the local power. They would do a journey to buy and they get fifty dollars, and you know they could fend for themselves and their children. But today, very few opportunities are available for employment for women who do not have the the the, the, the academic the academic achievement. For, for the positions that are, are available. So, so what we're saying is that even though, even though we see what appears to be progress of women, uh, it's only a few because it, it's really, it's really just vanishing on, on the outside. But when you go in, the the plight of women have actually uh, maybe worsened a little bit because um, I grew up in Castle Bruce. Uh, and I know if you have a farming community, women were always very strong participants in an agricultural uh, a setting. And also, when you're, okay. if your kids are not old enough to go to school, a lot of women would take their kids with them, or they would have a grandmother that they could leave the kids with. And so that brings up the question of child care and, and child care services. And it's not, not just in the agricultural sector, also in tourism, they're doing very well. We saw a lot of our women able to showcase their talents in, in terms of local arts and crafts and, and make themselves available to the tourists. Um, they, they were able to generate some level of, of local income for, to take care of their families. And this is now not as available as it used to be. So yes, um, there are a handful of, of us women out there who, who are, are stepping up. And I think we should take the initiative. We need to take the lead and speak out for the women who are still struggling. They are struggling even more now than they used to before. Because everybody needs a hand up sometimes. No, definitely. And, and those the, of us who are in the, in, in, in the position to, to pull up these women, to empower these women, to look out for the best interest, I think it's about time that we start, we, we start speaking out, we, we start you know, looking at ways that we can develop the women in our society. Because if, if the women of, of our society were, were able to, I think every woman wants to protect her child. But when, when, when women are busy trying to make ends meet, busy trying to earn a living. Children are left to fend for themselves, they're left to take care of themselves, they're left to, to raise younger siblings. And uh, uh, again, um, a lot of the sexual abuse cases, it could be that they're more, they're, 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 they're more open now, they're, they're more available to the public, they're more you know, reported now. But it could also be that now our women have less time for, 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 for the children that we are less vigilant because we are not concerned. The, the, the concern for leaving from day to day, 
I'm taking all that. Just surviving at this point has, has, has taken confidence in their minds. The signs, certainly signs that we used to see before, back in the day when a child got withdrawn, a mother would notice. This is mothers that too busy to even notice that my daughter or my son has withdrawn into himself. Something must be wrong. Or that they're having behavioral issues. But nobody sees it. I'm blaming it on, 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 on the television, you know, on, 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 on wanting to incorporate the, the American way of life. But a lot of the time, in a lot of instances, behavioral issues come as a result of some level of abuse. And abuse doesn't just have to be sexual, it could be neglect as well. And it doesn't have to be purposeful. But because of the situation that we are in right now, that level of, of being able to be there for your children like you used to be once upon a time, when things were better, when the economy was better, when you could take time off to spend with your children because you know you had enough money to take a week off of work. Those things are not available anymore to us. So, so let me. So of course, the economic situation has written, has, has, has written the social situation in the country. Well, let me let me let you put on your United Workers Party hat uh, for a minute, oh, yes. and um and and. Oh, I, I, say, I never took it out. I never took it out. <laughs> no, but, but 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 I mean, generally, most of tonight you've been speaking as a woman mostly as, as a woman in a leadership position. Yeah. But I guess where I'm going at is to say, um, what would a United Workers Party government do differently to address the situation than what you see happening now from the government in response to the current situation? How, how would we see a difference um, if if you were on the other side of the of, of, of the aisle, so to speak, in Parliament. Yes. Uh, have the shoe been on the other feet at this point in time? A Parliament would have been convened. And that I know for sure. There would have already been a sitting of Parliament to discuss the current situation as it as it pertains to to the sexual offense act or to the outrage of the people based on the, 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 the current situation as it involves all, all of the, the issues, all of the, the, the talk that is going on, we would honestly have had a parliament convened at this point. So we can get the ideas of, of, of both sides of the spectrum. A government is not just the, 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 the sitting government, it's not just those who are sitting here doing the people's business, it also includes the opposition. And when you keep it from both sides on how we can make our society, our democracy a stronger one, how we can take care of all of the social problems that is going on in our, in our community today, in our country today. Um, review, as we've been asking for the review of, of the last time that the Sexual Offenses Act was reviewed was back in 1998 under the United Workers Party government. And in, in the nearly 16 years of Labour Party government, we have heard very little. Uh, I, I think back in 2010, the, the then Minister for Gender, for Gloria Schoenfeld, spoke about revisiting the Sexual Offenses Act. That was never done. Um, when, when, 
last week when all of the talk, you know, was going on and, and, and the, the entire society was at risk because of the ruling, we heard, we heard a, a small comment from the, from the, the Prime Minister who said that there would be a statement. But when is that statement coming? We beat the iron while it's hot. And, and, I, and I think that is, that is what the United Workers Party government is known for, beating the iron while it's hot, taking the initiative when, when, when the people demand that it be done. And at this point, people are asking for it. A government is here to do the people's business. And there is so much talk going on. There is so much happening. There is, there is so many reported cases of sexual abuse and sexual offenses. What are we doing? When, when do we decide that it is a, a good time to open up the conversation in Parliament about revising these laws? I think now is as good a time as any. Under the United Nations Party government, I don't think we would have passed up this opportunity to, to, to give the, the citizenry some level of retribution, some, some level of, of solace, to, to put some minds at peace, to give the, 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 the victims a sense of security, knowing that your government is there to do your business. And this is your business. It is, it is a business that everybody is talking about. So why not talk about it at the highest level? Why not talk about it at Parliament? And then, and then all about what are United Workers' plans or what is United Workers' program you see as res would result in in, a, in an improvement in the in the life of women from an economic standpoint, so that so that they themselves could mitigate um, against the situations in their own lives. Which, in terms of the, in terms of the plans. Um, that that United Workers Party government will have implemented. How, which ones you think, or what areas you think would directly affect or improve the the plight of women? Well, at this point in time, for our, our, if the economy of this country has been placed in the hands of the United Workers Party, we have started to see some level of economic income. We have seen a rise in the economic situation of this country. We need to create opportunities for the women to go out there and earn themselves a different living, to be able to, to, to take care of themselves and their families, to not be dependent on the government, to eradicate that, 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 that level of dependency that now exists in our society. And with dependency comes come other social problems that are still as we abuse and not wanting to leave because we are afraid that the breadwinner of, of, of the family will no longer be there. The, the, social, the social situation of every country improves when the economic situation of the country improves. And we promised 5,000 new jobs in the first two years. And we would have moved wherever on earth to ensure that that 5,000 new jobs. And it doesn't have to take heaven and earth to move for this to happen. It just takes a great government with proper mindset Right implementation, proper ideas to 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 jockstart this economy. Yeah, and and and, and so agriculture is our base, and the women, our women have this 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 our women have this lack of of of, of going out there and making it happen for themselves, and they did that when agriculture was agriculture. They did that when they were able to to to, to make a living out of agriculture.
I could kill them. We went out there and, and, and it happened for them. Now the opportunities are not present. And this is what we've been saying. And we said this in our manifesto. We need to create opportunities for employment. And the opportunities for employment will help alleviate other social issues that exist in our society. The whole aspect of, of raising the economic situation in the country and therefore you, you raise everybody's quality of life and, the, and, and, and their life circumstances. As, as we come, as we approach the, the, the end of, of the program, we have about four more minutes before eight o'clock. What one area that that we haven't really mentioned it, but we didn't speak about it in any great details, I, uh, is the, the part about education. You said you have three girls, and when they come home, you get yeah. a sense that at school, um, somewhere it's 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 mentioned in, in in their teaching about protecting themselves. Uh, from a, from an yeah. that's from a mother's point of view, from an administrator's point of view, from a, from a parliamentarian point of view. How do you think, uh, and, and this will be the last question, and then I'll ask you to, to give your final, your, so you can go into your final comments um, in answering that, but how do you think our school um, curriculum, the things that we, that we teach at school, how, how can we address the, 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 the attitude of men towards women, the attitude of women towards themselves, um, in general, how can we tackle and attack that problem that we see from an education um, point of view in a systemic way? Well, at, 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 the, at the school level, much is being done. Um, the organizations who are responsible for, for gender affairs, social services, children affairs, um, they are doing their part. Uh, we need to go on, on this drive. We need to be this movement across the island from community to community. I remember when we did Coast to Coast in 21 um, during the election, and we met the people on the ground, and we heard it from them, and we heard what they needed it to, 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 to tell us. We, we, we heard their concerns. I think mine was the plan of any to go across the, the country and, and listen to the concerns of, of the persons who are affected, listen to the women of our community, and listen to, 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 the, to the men of the society. Listen to what it is that, and then this, the men are under immense pressure having to take care by themselves, their families, in, a, in, a, in, a, in, in an economic situation as it exists today, the opportunities are few. We understand that men are under immense pressure. That is no excuse, though, that men should disrespect women. And we, we, we need our men to start learning to respect our women. We need our women to start learning to respect themselves. Um, Adult education, I believe in that. I believe that we're never too old to learn. Opportunity for growth is present. Adult education, we need to, we need, we need to go ahead and, and have more adult education programs across the communities, um, across the island, at, at school. Um, I, I recently there was a social media post going around how do teachers get at school? Um, how does this affect their boys at school? And all of that. I mean, it's the entire transformation of the society, and, and, and that is what I, my, I'm starting to minister to, social transformation. How do we present ourselves as women that we will be respected? How do we, because 
people treat you the way you want to be treated, the way you allow them to treat you. And if you decide that you won't stand for anything, then that changes the entire concept of how men will look at women. Well, definitely. Senator Mona... And, 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 Go ahead. So you, yeah. Complete your thought. I'm sorry. Yes. Also, one of the things, and 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 and, and been going through my mind over and over again. This is a way that we can tackle this 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 sexual offense um against our children it's at the school level. This is this is this is the home away from home. This is where our children spend most of the time. We need to have the training when 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 it comes to dealing with children who have been molested, children who have had to deal with situations where they have been disrespected sexually, where they have, they, they, they have been exposed to that sort of behavior. Our teachers are, need to be trained to deal with this. They need to be trained to stop when a child is in some way or another affected by one thing or another. And I always believe that if we implement a program at the school where every year the children are, are, are examined, this will lessen the amount of sexual offenses that we have when it pertains to children as it, as it pertains to children. If the perpetrators know that every child is examined every year, they will think twice about touching somebody's child because if many don't find out, then it's going to be found out at school anyway. And we, we, we don't want to keep quiet about it. We want to go on this drive, but we want everybody to know that this is happening. If you do it, you will get caught. Because we are putting a program in place where we can protect the future generation of this country. Our teachers need to come on board. The parents need to come on board. We need more, more cooperation from our parents. There is so much that needs to be done at this point. We need a thriving economy, so, 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 yeah, there is so much to be done. There is a lot to be done. Where do we start? Definitely, there is a lot to be done. So much. And as I said earlier, as I said earlier, Senator, when when you do have that um, that interaction with various stakeholders, when you when you see the need to to inform the public. When you see the need to to request assistance from the public, uh, you our, our doors, our microphones are, are open and available to you. Feel free uh, to come back. Uh, I I want to say thank you very much for for making the effort to be with us tonight, and and it was uh, a very valiant effort because we were being um, challenged by the technology. And 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 the and internet yes. service in yes. Dominica. So we really appreciate um, the effort, and, and and it really came through that this is a this is a topic about which you're very passionate because you you are very patient and persistent in trying to get on. So so we, I want to say thank you once again, and and to wish you all the best, and to, and to remind you that you have an open invitation on this weekend interview and on TDN Radio in general. Well, I thank you for the invitation. It's my pleasure. I've been, um, I'm a woman. Um, I have children. Uh, this is near and dear to my heart. Um, empowering women, getting, getting, getting our, our, our women in this society to be the best that they can be is my ultimate goal. 
I want, I want to see a successful Dominica, and I don't believe that Dominica will be successful unless we create opportunities for the women out there, unless we protect our own. And this is this this is not just talk. This is this is it's time for action. It's time to like to go out there and meet the stakeholders, decide what do we do moving forward to protect not just our children. How do we empower the government? How do we get the government to put things in place? that this country can actually move forward. Uh, it's a call for the government themselves to look at the current economic situation of this country and, and, and start working, do a violent effort to, to change our circumstances because our circumstances have crippled as it is, not just in economic need, but in, 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 in social and moral need. Everything seems to be going wrong at this point, but it, it usually happens. When the economy is not doing well, everything else doesn't really do well. It's almost when you're broke, it's like nothing works for you. This is it. Our country's broke, so nothing's working. Nothing is working. We need this country to work. All right. So, so th- nothing is working. So, so thank you again, and um, I wish you, I wish you all the best. It was a pleasure. It was indeed a pleasure having you on. Yes, thank you to the radio. All right. Thank yes, you. Yes, it was a pleasure. All right. Well, listeners, we. We heard it. This this was Senator uh, Monell, Senator Monell Williams uh, from the United Workers Party. She's she's a senator in the Dominican Parliament, and her her responsibility there is to shadow the the, the Ministry of Gender Affairs, Gender and Social Affairs. And so we we thought we would have a discussion with her because. Um, we hope we're still hoping that one of these days we will get um, someone on the on the government side to come on the program to to give us a perspective from from the point of view of leadership and what the plans are what what are the issues that they that they're encountering and and what what they would like to tell you as the as the public but until we do that we will we will continue to reach out to to the persons who, who we think may have information as well as to what the, from a policy level, persons who are close, who persons who are in parliament. So, so once again, we want to say that we appreciate the the, the efforts that Senator Williams make to be with us, made to be with us tonight. And uh, as usual on this weekend interview, we like to to leave with something that we can do something practical that we can do. And a number of things came up uh, in the discussion. The the need for, I think the most important one is actually the need for, for stakeholders, for the different social organizations to come together and to, to address, uh, to have a coordinated and united front to address this, this scourge that's happening on on our country, our beautiful country, uh, on, and in the region in a whole, we we need to maybe have get in contact with with the minister who's responsible for for those issues, and maybe suggest some areas of of leadership. Maybe we can send an email or a text or something that can get that can get the ball rolling to to try to minimize that. The, there are so many women who have experienced traumatic events in their lives. Almost the most women that you speak to have some account of when they were younger or even in adult life where they've experienced um, sexual violence, uh, 
uh, and how it has affected them. And, and, and so we as a society has a responsibility to, to look back and to say, this is what happened to me. Let's see what, what we can do to make sure it doesn't happen to somebody else or to lessen the, the chances that it will happen to somebody else. But we, we've come to the end of the show tonight, this week in interview, very, very serious topic, a, very, a topic that affects all of us. And it, it is fitting that this is the week that's leading up to Mother's Day. Um, so therefore, we all have a mother or had, if, if she's passed on, we, most of us have sisters. Most of us are women in our lives, so it is very fitting that we that we address the issue of violence against women, the incidence of violence of rape, the incidence of, of sexual violence against minors, against our children. As I think this was a very appropriate topic. So as we go through and we wish our mothers Happy Mother's Day, let us remember those mothers who may not be in a position to adequately protect their children from, from sexual predators are to protect themselves from, from violence, sexual and otherwise. And so I want to say thank you for, for staying with us through the show. We coming back every Wednesday. Uh, we appreciate your your company. We appreciate you taking the time to be with us. And a number of um, persons have been sending me texts. So let me let me just say I that I appreciate the participation, the um the, the grammar school group, uh, my 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 high school classmates, um, the group of eighty three and eighty four. Um, let me let me say a shout out to you. Um, thanks for listening and for uh, and for participating on uh, on, on WhatsApp uh, WhatsApp text, and also uh, persons from Dominica, Trinidad, Grenada, Saint Vincent. Uh, we we are expanding in terms of our in terms of our listenership. And so I, I thank you for being with us.